When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians. Australia versus South Africa on SEN Test Cricket. Jansen to Labashani Wedges, and he's caught it first slip. It carried, he waits. They get the massive breakthrough. Manus Labashani staying in the middle, though, at the moment. The South Africans celebrating. Manus not sure this carried. And the two umpires, Paul Rifle and Chris Gaffney, getting together for a chat here. Soft signal is out, and the catcher is Harmer. And he looks like there is no doubt. Manus is always unhappy to get out. He's going back to take strike. He's retaking his mark and centre. He is. Manus Labashane remarking centre as if to say, come on, you guys. Come on, Mr Kettleborough. What are you waiting for? We can let you know the third umpire decision is not out. South Africa will be angry here. Channel 7 have, I, I think, four or five extra cameras. On the ultra zoom, on, on one angle, it, it just looked clearly a catch. Yeah, all of us thought it's out. Um, Simon was convinced it went straight in. I think when you look at the front on and, well, if you look at the angles, it looks like, to us, it looks like fingers are underneath. We were convinced it's out. No, clearly not. I was still bad. No, 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 definitely not. It's just one of those ones. I said, if there's no TV, then I'm walking, right? That's just that's just how the game works. But with the amount of slow motion footage you see at the ball, you see his fingers push and split open. It's like, according to the technicality, some of the ball is touching the grass, regardless if his fingers are under it or not. I mean, it's just hard because back in the day or even before we had this sort of technology and, and, and camera work, you know, they were just like... Send you packing. A disputed catch proved the flashpoint of day one, as everybody saw what they wanted to see. Except, that is, the television umpire, who had no access to the definitive angle due to Australia's separation of broadcast powers. They went off with bad light, and the light's actually improving. I reckon they went off just a touch prematurely. As play is set to resume at the SCG in seven minutes' time. And we're told that play is not going to resume for bad light, which opens up another question I've got to ask as well. Wow. So, how can we be in a situation where the lights are on, but the light is not good enough for play? Does that mean the lights are never good enough? It is the most baffling, frustrating game. I don't know how they're not playing. And one thing is, it's annoying for us commentating. It's annoying for the fans. It's just teased them, hasn't it? We're about to resume play. He bowls to Labashane. All oh, that lips. He's nicked it. And he's out this time, without question. Oh, and we're going off. Honest to God. Jeez, Marnus is going to be filthy. Yeah. Sitting in that change room. Why didn't they go off a ball before? Very frustrated. It always makes you very angry as a batter uh, when you get out and then everyone walks with you off the field. It's not just the, the batting team, but also fielders can't pick the ball up at certain areas in the field so it's really hard to play when you and then if it, a chance comes and it goes down then it's it's just a hard one and to come off when it's dark is probably just the right decision it's just it, at a stage it can get unsafe 
and the frustration of hours lost to bad light at a floodlit cricket ground. Test cricket's archaic laws thwart the occasion and demand modernisation as Sydney's weather again fails its showpiece game. This is SEN Test Cricket. For Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians, welcome, welcome to SEN Test, Test Cricket. 47 overs of action on day one. It was probably the rest of it that led to a sense of angst and frustration. We've left our frustration at the gate walking into the SCG today because Sydney's skies have broken up overhead. There's a bit of blue and there's even a hint of sunshine and the pitch has been prepared in the middle of the ground. So it rained pretty much from five o'clock last night all the way through to... Oh, we arrived in rain at eight o'clock this morning, but... Maybe we will get away at 10 o'clock. The ground staff is doing its work. So, we'll see. Never trust the Sydney forecast. Two for 147 when Australia resumes after winning the toss and electing to bat. So, the action was truncated, but the talking points were many. Damien Fleming, good morning. Morning, Jared. Um, yeah, just replaying that sort of stuff. Um, and even talking to other commentators today um, from various networks, like they, they're still shaking their head how we didn't get more play yesterday. Um, the laws have got to change. Um, I saw Steve Waugh come out and was really strong about it so as Steve well. Why can't they be in the part? stands, yeah. feeling the angst, and he's the least controversial person in cricket. Definitely. And he was moved to tweet that, come on. No, and Steve Waugh loves cricket. He loves cricket. Um, so he's only doing it with his cricket heart, um, which we admire there. You know, we talked about during the day. I, I still don't know why we didn't try to get to tea. And then there was probably another period of 30 or 40 minutes later on that we, we, we could have played. It's almost like let's find a, an excuse not to play as opposed to let's find reasons to play. I mean, the lights were on. How, how do you not play? So are the lights just not good enough? Do they have to upgrade the lights here to make sure that when it is during the day and grey, you, you, you can play and you can pick up the red ball? Um, players' attitudes need to change as well. Like we've seen that over years with different rules, that um, a, a willingness, a change in culture. Um, and the best way to do that's uh, probably in the pathways, you know, in Sheffield Shield cricket, because that's all they know. Because I remember years ago on Fox Sports, we wanted to interview the player coming off um, getting interviewed. The older players, no way. And then, and, then, and then an older player who wasn't a big Australian player goes, well, no one knows me. Yeah. I'm happy to get interviewed. So all the younger players, they grow up with interviews and access and all. And it changes the culture. I think we need to do that with, um, with, with playing under... Um, you know, grey clouds and, and and the lights on. Yeah, in the BBL we play in all manner of conditions that Test Cricket has never contemplated, including at various stages in driving rain yeah. to get games played in the name of, of the contest and the entertainment. And even just with the balls, you know, Phil Jakes mentioned yesterday, you know, whether we can substitute pink balls or, or, or whatever, um, surely we've got that many balls and, and you can do trials that you're not disadvantaged if there is a change from, from red to pink. Um, we've got to try because, the, uh, you know, pretty good crowds for the opposition we've had this year. We want to make sure that we're going, next year, I can't wait to go back, as opposed to going, well, that was pretty average, that was flat, wasn't raining, and they didn't play. You know, the kids have been going to their parents, well, why aren't they playing? Mm. Um, 
So we, we want to build the next generation that can come and expect, even in drizzling conditions, they, they're most likely going to play. 31,264 yeah, on day one. And the best moment, I think, of the day was when the fans all switched their torch lights on their phone, which was to make a bit of a mockery of what wasn't happening. Yeah, and as I said, if they could have rocked out a power ballad like a concert where everyone <laughs> just waves their lighters, we, we would have got play. Um, but when the crowd's doing that... Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good hint. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a witty um, attempt at, at having a bit of a crack, but it should be, should be heard. Part of our broadcast team for Bundaberg Ginger Beer. He is our local knowledge. We promise not to hold him entirely responsible for what's going on in Sydney, but maybe just a little bit. Phil Jakes, welcome. Morning, Jared. What did you make of yesterday once we all took a deep breath and drove home? Oh, incredibly frustrating day. Um, I'm, I'm with Flam. I think there needs to be change. Um, you know, you have 30,000 30, people, millions of other viewers on TV, all wanting to watch what is, you know, an enthralling test match. And... Um, the stage was set for that for that game to really start to take take shape. We started to see a few balls go up and down. Hopefully, as this day wears on, we'll start seeing a bit more turn. And and players players want to be playing cricket, but also like more importantly, the fans want to be watching that cricket. And you know, thirty thousand fans would have been would have left disappointed yesterday. They didn't see a full day's play or close to it. Yeah, I understand you can't play during rain on a turf wicket. Like you know that that's. That's a that's a given, but when the when you have floodlight venues, the lights should be good enough. And if they're not good enough, we need to upgrade them. So, could you take us to the playing conditions and just explain to to the layman why we weren't playing with the with the red ball in that light? Well, I think it's to do with well, number one, I think player player safety. They have a bit of a line where the umpires deem it's not safe enough to react as fast to the ball um, from a fielding perspective and from a batting perspective. I think the wicket yesterday potentially triggered them going off um, again, um, you know, with Manus coming off and uh, getting out, and 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 the, and the ball rearing. I think um, in that light potentially had a, an impact on whether they stayed on the field or they didn't. But the biggest the biggest argument with not playing under lights with a red ball is around the information that you can receive when when the lights are on, and all the lack of information that you receive when the lights are on. So. So what what is that seam position? Yeah, seam position. Shine. If you got a leg spinner bowling with whether whether the you know which way the ball's turning, it can be quite hard to, to see the seam and see which way the ball's spinning, see which way the ball's swinging, um, and then square of the wicket, obviously picking up the ball out of the crowd as well. Um, you know, red ball, it does get lost when it's a little bit darker. In saying that, if the lights are tip top and you know like like a day game, which is what. Day night cricket should be really. They shouldn't be. We shouldn't be compromising the standard of lights in this day and age. I don't think, as far as whether the whether it's you know well enough lit, um, and the colour of the ball shouldn't matter in my opinion. I think you know it should be light enough or not light enough yep. um, to play night cricket. Have and they been revamped? Are these the original World Series cricket 1978 um, lights? I'm not sure. Uh, I think they do upgrades all the time on these on these venues. So maybe it's a standard that they need to to get to internationally, so we can play a red ball on the lights. Like if we play with a red ball and we deem that the red ball is the best ball for Test cricket, and we're using lights to be able to enhance play, then you know the, the, we yeah. should be able to play. Yeah, it's definitely the best ball. Yeah, hundred percent, it's the best that. ball. Like it definitely does more. 
um, you know, and, and creates a more entertaining game than a, a pink ball or a white ball does. Could, could you further that on the so the pink ball is not as good as the red ball certainly in the daylight hours? Yeah, it, it doesn't do as much. There's there's um, you know the kookaburra ball isn't a massive mover anyway. Like it doesn't do a whole lot um, when the as the ball gets a bit older, but it does definitely seem more than a pink ball. Pink balls tend to get a little bit softer yeah. in the daytime, which is why you see all the all the all the wickets falling of a night time in a pink ball test. Um, you know, generally the best time the bat is through the day. The sides will be looking to try and maximise that in a in a pink um, ball or a day night test match. They'll be trying to maximise that time to be able to score the runs. And then under lights, every side wants to be bowling. You know, because it does definitely do more. It moves around a little bit harder to get that information that we talk about, even with a pink ball. Um, but it enhances that even more so with a red ball. Yeah, I'm still intrigued with the lights, aren't they? Like, that that didn't light up the whole stadium. You can go to some places um, where where you just know you, it feels like just pure pure sunlight, fantastic, didn't it? But, you know, just looking at them, they look like they can be bigger, can't they? Like, they're very, they're very small and skinny lights. Yeah. So the MCG upgraded their lights maybe two, three years ago to the LED lights, which instantly flick on. And there are fewer globes, but the illumination is far greater. So there was no need to address the size of the tower. They, in fact, um, took away some of the bulbs because just the modern lighting is better. Uh, we, we'll, we'll find this out over yeah. the course of the test match. They don't look like the LED. They no. certainly don't look like the lights in Melbourne and Perth. Well, actually, I, I did film a TV hat recently here, and they went out, and we had to wait I think 30, 40 minutes in delaying filming yeah. for them to turn on. Yeah, yeah. So those are the old lights. Yeah. Um, and the MCG is the best example of Have that. Have you guys got um, health insurance? Yep. Yui. <laughs> I saw your ad last night. That was the one I was filming. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, sorry. Our pregame show is for Isuzu, D-Max and MUX and for Trojan Tools, Tools Built Tough. Before the intricacies of the disputed catch, just where are we in the game? So two for 147. But the last ball we saw, the ball that bucked at Labashane, that was the first hint, I think, of what's to come. If we get sustained cricket on this pitch, I think it's going to move rapidly. Yeah, I think we're going to see the game going to fast forward as this game progresses. I think there's still probably another day's worth of really good batting, and I think there'll be some good batting in between. But there will be the odd ball that will that will react like that. Um, start going up. We saw a couple go down as well. Um, if that starts happening on the on the line of the stumps, I think you know the game will move forward. Flem. Yeah, the, the interesting one with that over was. Um, there was a few balls that were in exactly the same area and were played comfortably. And that ball that dismissed him that went through the top a little bit was on... The, he, he bowled just about every ball in the same position. And, and three of them behaved normally and one went through. So that that is the first indicators that... Um, we've seen it lower than Brisbane and Melbourne. We, we haven't seen it go through, but that, that dismissal definitely was one of those. So Manus, Manus lived the, the karmic journey of cricket yesterday. He got very lucky to continue on 70, and then he got really unlucky at the end to be dismissed on what ended up being the last Two ball sides of the, of the coin, yeah. wasn't it, for Manus? Um, yeah, he should have been out. Um, you know, to overturn, you know, your on-field umpire's decision, you know, it, it, it needs to be clear or, or conclusive, and, and it just wasn't. 
Um, Only cricket could have two sets of rules operating the same thing. So with the research, the time to research, and then so Gideon Hague quoted clause 2.2.2. Beautiful. Thanks, Rich. Of Appendix D of the ICC's World Test Championship playing conditions. If the third umpire advises the replay is inconclusive, the on-field decision communicated at the start of the consultation process shall stand. But subsequent to that, evidently there has been a tweak from the ICC, which makes the soft call redundant. And it's really only if the television technology fails, if there are no angles. So the TV umpire must make a decision only when there is no footage will the TV umpire indicate this and have to go to the on-field decision. So there are two conventions no, within the no same good. set, which is... So it, it removed any power that Paul Rifle had in the moment of watching it live. So is the first clause still in there? The first clause still exists when you Google it, but evidently there's a second um, direction which has been provided to the umpires by the ICC, which totally undermines the printed clause. What I can't understand is why they didn't have access to that ultra-high-definition, you know, close-up camera that we that we had access to um, later later in the day. Like yeah, it, surely that'll surely change. They have, they have to have access to all the angles. Yeah. If, you, if you're if you're going to be making a decision and overruling an on-field umpire, there has to be all the angles and all the all the um, coverage. Like that's the frustrating part of being a a cricket fan and being a viewer is that. You know, you, you get access to these things and you go, it's clearly out. Like, why didn't you give that out? And then and then we hear later that they didn't have access to all the cameras. It's just a, yeah, it that, should that, not happen. That'll just have to change. They're going to have to access to all the... Otherwise, what, why have anything at all? Just go back to on-field. Yep, yep. So we were using grainy footage through the host broadcaster, so through Foxes, and then there are a set of independent cameras for each broadcaster, which is the quirk of the way the rights are in Australia. And the, the few Channel 7 cameras which aren't linked to the overall, one of them captured it perfectly and is not available to anyone bar the mass majority watching at home. Which is so ridiculous. Yeah. So, once again, I mean, cricket, is, we get bogged down in a lot of this. Um, you know, we, we want to make sure it's more streamlined. Um, and today, and sorry, yesterday was the worst of it. With the conditions and then also um, the third umpire. Yep. It was a, just a bad day for cricket. It was. It was a really bad day for Test cricket. Hopefully today is better. The sun is shining. The two teams are warming up. We are due for a 10 a.m. start. Nick Hockley is going to be with me at the start of play. So what is Cricket Australia in control of here and what are they beholden to internationally? We'll get the view of the man who runs cricket in this country uh, as we start play. The pitch report for Rainbird Smarter Irrigation, the intelligent use of water. Yeah, I didn't get down there today. Um, Jakesy? I didn't either. It was undercover. The oh, NRMA that's right. Covers Sorry. Were down. We walked past, the yeah. N- the NRMA insurance covers yes. were down. So uh, it's just been peeled back in the last 15 minutes or so. But she's a tricky old pitch, I think. And the weather update, oh, I'm not even going to bother, is for Rainbird, smarter irrigation, the intelligent use of water. Um, the forecast gets better and better from here. Theoretically, it's 19 degrees and breezy. We're heading for a top of 23 you can t- pick your own forecast and find the one that says there'll be no rain for the remainder of the day. Ashton Agar is about to join us. Flem, we'll see you early see in the soon. day. Phil, thank you. To celebrate the launch of SEN Stadium at the SCG, we're giving away two corporate box tickets to day three. In the SEN box, for those listening in venue today or in Sydney on 11.70am, simply text your name, town, 
and where you're listening in Sydney to 0433 98 11 16 during the broadcast. If you're listening at the SCG, text us where you are sitting and include the code word SEN Stadium. The winner will be drawn during our broadcast today.